Welcome to the Leaders Team Podcast, made for school leaders by school leaders. Welcome to the Twinkle Subject Leads Podcast. I'm Katie, the Segment Manager at Subject Leads, and this episode of the subject is, is all about botheredness. What is it? Why is it important to subject leaders? And how can we achieve it? And to talk about this crucial topic, we're joined by the travelling teacher himself, Hugh Roberts. Thank you for joining us. Hello, Katie. It's great to be here and I'm really excited about having a conversation about subject leads and botheredness. Thank you. So just for a bit of background, you refer to yourself as a travelling teacher. For anyone who might be unfamiliar with your work, could you just give us a bit of your background, your history and what brought you to uh, writing your book? Okay, well, just rein me in if I start talking too much, Katie, because I can drone on. Um, (laughs) I was a full-time teacher, uh, secondary actually, in Barnsley. Uh, in South Yorkshire, uh, north of England. Um, I was a full-time teacher for 16 years, uh, working in a sort of very ordinary um, but wonderful uh, secondary school in the the town centre. And we looked at our curriculum at Key Stage 3 and we realised that we needed to do something radical with it. We had kids coming to us from primary school, excitable, um joyful all these things and then we crushed that out of them <laughs> no more no more no, we are not having fun all right and we were we didn't those we weren't being the teachers that we wanted to be mm. so we um we radically changed what we were doing in year 7 for example and um to be honest the the, the work we did um, would would merit a podcast in itself, and um, but it, it, it garnered the attention of the DFE at the time, and, and and so on and so forth, and the University of Sheffield and things mm-hmm. like that. Now, um, uh, we we radically changed things, and the the learning um, attributes, if you like, of the children shifted as well. And suddenly, I'm, I'm, you know, it doesn't happen overnight, this sort of thing. But um, over a f- few years the school totally changed and our exam results skyrocketed and, and so on and so forth. Um, I'd been, I'd had my head turned by primary during that time because as an advanced skills teacher, an AST as they used to be called, a kind of a lead teacher, um, I went into the primary partner schools and looked around and saw what was going on and I was thinking we need to just do everything like this you know why Very aren't our exciting. classrooms exciting yeah. and colorful why why you know what are we why aren't we doing that um I've moved on from there uh, um, even though I was incredibly happy there I, I I felt the urge to move on because I was starting to get groomed for um senior leadership I was a subject lead uh, performing arts drama um and um, I was starting to get, I feel like I was going to be removed from the classroom. Mm-hmm. But the classroom was all I really knew. I wasn't really interested in wandering around school with a walkie-talkie. No disrespect to anyone who does that and enjoys it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up working in alternative provision in an SEMH school uh, on a daily rate. So I was a freelancer. Right. Um, but I was supporting with curriculum and I would sit with curriculum leads in both primary and secondary. And we would look at how do we get the children bothered about things, topics, subject matter that was totally out of their daily experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes we were catering for children who were traumatized, angry, um, vulnerable, I'd say. And what the school, that particular school was good at was love and attention and care for the children but it needed support on 
the teaching and the learning so yeah. I, I actually was really enjoying that and um by doing that and by sharing my story on twitter and i'm going back a few years now when twitter was not was kind but of it, a, twitter, a, not it x. was a warmer a warmer environment shall we say. Yeah. yes not x um, it was um it was a uh, you know it, it i then turned the heads of other school leaders who thought well we want a bit of that so then i started just traveling uh, around england and then around the uk and then around the world really spreading a message that you know succinctly could be wrapped up in the word botheredness and as as you I, i've written books um over the last 10 years and contributed to books uh, i've done my own research and um that's led to this point today where the botheredness book is out and it's landed really well absolutely it's, i think i've done quite well there in trying to sum it all up and i am working really hard not to yeah. <laughs> very succinct really proud so coming back to subject leaders of what in your opinion having all that experience across the world and working in all these different settings what makes a really good subject leader I think someone who is is ob- I mean this might seem trite and obvious but passionate about your subject so if you're the geography lead Maybe you didn't want to be the geography lead, but you are the geography lead. You're going to have to love it. Mm. It's in the same way that you love the kids you've got. Maybe you'd really like that class that you had when you first started teaching, but you've grown (laughs) up now and gone. So you've got to love the kids you've got. Yeah, You've got to love um, your subject. And you've got to get your head around your subject as well. So you've got to know it. Mm. And I'd say that the third element is... You've got to love the people you've got. And there's a difference, I think, between, you know, you, you want to have a good team. I can think in key stage three or key st- secondary uh, settings, you know, you could be running a team of 10 people, mm-hmm. eight, six of whom are working in multiple teams, you mm-hmm. know, because there's an RE teacher who's also delivering history GCSE yeah. and so on. In a primary setting, you're passionate about your subject, geography, I've used as an example. But in primary, people have got enough on without you banging on about geography all the time. But you need to bang on about geography all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's being it's 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 fostering that sense of team, I think, mm-hmm. and not and I've seen this, Katie, as I'm sure you have, not um a culture of cliques. Yeah, so three things really: people, kids, subject. I think that's it's almost a tick list, isn't it, for the for yeah. that effective subject leader? I love it. Mm. So coming back to that, exactly what you've just said, and using that term botheredness, what what does it mean for the school setting as a whole? And like we've just said about getting your team on board, how can subject leads achieve that with all the different stakeholders? So obviously we've got the governors you've got the wider community with the parents you've got the, your teams as we've just said but we've also got the children how can subject leads approach achieving it in all those different groups of people I think many schools already are Katie it's just I've given it a word if you look at any values statement for any school yeah. they say they're doing it mm-hmm. you know we are inclusive we want our children we're fostering independence we live by this set of values we uh, we respect kindness. Uh, 
Mm. We want everyone to live by, you know, and every time I do a presentation in any school, in any setting, in in a pupil referral unit, in a secondary school, in a primary school, for a MAP trust Mm -hmm. in England, if if I'm doing that sort of work, I always show them, I reflect back to them their values. And, uh, you know, I, I just get them off the website and I'll say, oh, this is good because this is what botheredness is. Mm-hmm. so you know I can't believe I've never had a conversation with anyone who says do you know what we're not really keen on botheredness yeah <laughs> you know because actually botheredness encompasses it's everything it's what it's, it's why we get up in the yeah. morning but it, in in the book in my book it it does talk about how do we build botheredness Mm -hmm. and for subject leads that's about how do I get if I'm a I'm going to stick with the geography thing if if I'm a geography lead in a primary school how do I get kids bothered about geography because Mm -hmm. in my school the kids don't leave the estate because mm-hmm. the the fact you know the the way the community is it's quite an insular community let's say yeah so how am I going to show kids rainforests now with the best will in the world I can show them YouTubes I can, you know, I can, we can do some picture books and mm-hmm. that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. But what else can we do in, in, in my book and in my work? I talk about context. Mm-hmm. We create it using storytelling pedagogies, drama pedagogies, if you like. And we uh, bring the rainforest into the classroom. And, and that's it, really. It, it's, that's what botheredness is. Now, I, I will fight on a burning bridge for that you know because I, I can't believe anyone would say no that's not what we want how think developing on what you've just said geography is obviously it's one of your foundation subjects it's not your core English maths and science how can subject leads fight for their subject to for the wider community to be bothered about you know you're saying yeah. about different communities yeah. who may not leave their area so why do they want to learn languages why do yeah. they want to know about sustainability yeah. how could subject leads put that across in that way what do they have to have in their minds I, I I mean I can only I can reflect on a few things actually and and now and the thing that just dropped in my head as you were talking was a lot of the work now that I'm doing in primary mm-hmm. is talking about outcomes mm-hmm. okay so we're learning about rivers I'm going to stick with the geography thing <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna look we're learning about rivers I don't know year five or year four or something and so we're gonna we've learned about rivers in history because we did about the Nile. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what other rivers are there? Well, it turns out in this class, and this is a real example, in this school, there's a river running past Asda. It's it's it, but it's a ditch of a river, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's not it's a it's a trickle, but we're looking at what how water flows and stuff. But the water is the, the little the stream, if you like, it's not very successful because by the Asda. I'm not having a go at Asda, it's just that's where it is. Um it's it's a lot of debris got in there, blown away cardboard boxes, um, plastics and so on. They've just got caught in this little gully. And the mm-hmm. kids all talk about it, and the teachers say to me, We used to go down there to visit and have a look at the the little stream, you know, mm-hmm. with the with the little ones as well mm-hmm. as the key stage two. But it's a bit, to be honest, they said it's a bit dirty. It's not a very nice view. You know, it's just ugly. Yeah. So my point was, well, let's learn about rivers and streams and water and the movement of water. Let's do all that, but let's get it cleaned up. Mm. Let's do some social action. 
you know, it's not politics. It's not politics. It's mm. not. It's it's just let's let's make it better. Yeah. Let's do some environment environmental work and let's write to ASDA. And so that's what they did. And then ASDA gave them, it was brilliant because ASDA gave them one of those community display boards, you know, and it was like basically think about your, think about your, your litter in the mm. car park. You know, so it's, 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 it's not game changing, but I think for a year four or whatever, it feels like a, a bit of a changing of the game. And also when they go to the ASDA or the Aldi or the Lidl or whatever it is, they can see themselves yeah. on the wall. Yeah, being any active and, citizens, aren't they? Yeah, and that for a sub. Going back to the question, the subject lead is thinking right. Geography is what we've got is a should curriculum in any subject. We've got mm-hmm. this is what we're going to teach, and I write about this in the book. We have a published curriculum. Mm-hmm. No child is interested in the published curriculum. It's a document for us yeah. and for visitors to yeah. the school. <laughs> Right. You know, very aware of these visitors. <laughs> I think we know who we mean, right? So we've got the should curriculum, mm-hmm. and that's what we've got to teach. The should curriculum is what we teach. But then, and this is where the subject leadership kicks in, the professional imagination kicks in, the intellectual prowess of the subject lead kicks in. Mm-hmm. We have the could curriculum. Mm-hmm. And the could is how we bring the should to life. Mm. So... I love doing local history and local geography in primary school because I learn so much because yeah, yeah. I won't know the local history and geography. So the kids tell me mm. and then we make exhibitions about them and, and things like that. So outcomes, l- lived experience. It's not all about trips and things like that. That's not yeah. necessarily what I'm talking about. It's it's um, how do we, it's the botheredness. It's raising the botheredness rate. When, when I read your book, it, yeah. I'm a really big fan, fan of Simon Sinek and his yeah, idea of yeah. golden circles and, and yeah. why. And that really resonated with me because it, it's fundamentally what you're saying, the why. Yeah, so yeah. building on what we've, we've just talked about, as a subject leader, why is it important to embed embed that why? You know, talking about where these children are coming from and their experiences um, and how, if you are a subject leader, you may be new to the subject, you may have just been given it, like you've said, it's, you yeah. are having geography, you are doing geography. Yeah. Um, how can you encourage people to deviate from what they would normally do to be able to improve that why and, and that botheredness? I think, um, and you know, oh gosh, I think it's like, it's easy to be cynical in teaching and, and it's it's actually quite healthy sometimes to step <laughs> back and go, well, look at the state of all this. Yeah. But, <laughs> but then it's it goes back to know thy impact. Mm. and it goes back to the wisdom of you know the educators I'm thinking of people like Sir Tim Brighouse and Mick Waters and and people like that who have always fought the corner of the subject leads Mm. who've always been passionate about knowledge before actually knowledge became a weird fashionable thing to talk about in teaching Mm. (laughs) it's like we've not not thought about it before (laughs) you know (laughs) um but I think, yeah, I think that this idea of of uh, it's sort of understanding your piece in the jigsaw. Mm. It's also, you know, you can have that cynical edge, but we are bothered about the young people that we've got and the children that we've got. Yeah. And and I often, I'll often say to head to, when I'm in a head teachers event, for example, I'll ask them, "What's it like to be led by you?" 
what's it like? You know, and I put a picture of, I don't know, Gandalf up or the, the Snow Queen from The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, <laughs> you know, and we all have a laugh. But actually, it's a good question. And then, but I think it's a good question for our subject leads. Mm. You know, I remember in the, you know, there was there was great things. When I look into the past, you know, I started teaching 30 years ago. And when I look into the past, you know, PHSE, for example, was some, you know, it was someone who weren't very good at handling their classes with, yeah. a, with a good photocopier card yeah. and yeah. just chucking sheets about drugs at us which yeah, absolutely. have a certain shelf life <laughs> and often you know at that time written by someone with that you know probably living on a leafy street in Surrey mm-hmm. no offense to leafy yeah. streets in Surrey and and it's it's like well we need things to be rooted in reality mm. and 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 I think what um it goes back to fighting not fighting but to you know creating your impact so actually, I don't know, in some schools, you know, it might be that the the history... I, 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 right, here's a good way of expressing it, right? I've got it. In my school, when I went to teach at my school in Barnsley, and I taught elsewhere, the music department was amazing. It mm-hmm. was brilliant, right? It was just amazing. And they, were, they got like 100% A to C yeah, yeah. in old money. And then I went in to set up a drama department. So I was like the poor poor person of the performing arts it was like well bless him look at him trying to get drama (laughs) going (laughs) but I was passionate about it Katie I were up for it and I was up for it that was it Mm. and I had no drama training I just said I'd do it because I was an English teacher and I I, I said I'd do it and give it my best shot which is what I think you can do as a subject lead again with that idea of passion being passionate about your subject your people and your kids and it's not about fighting corners actually it's about just establishing yourself yeah. and establishing yourself with credibility and ha- and and doing doing stuff to celebrate your subject you know in in secondary science school secondary schools should be absolutely dripping with science curriculum mm-hmm. you know it should not i'm not suggesting it is but it should not be a dull subject mm. you know Sorry, I've got I've gone off on one, and no, I'm not sure I, I answered your question. No, absolutely. And I think what you're saying it's interesting because it's so easy to think what's next, what's next, what's next, but actually yeah. to celebrate what you're doing yeah. and showcase it as well, and having that confidence yeah. to do that. Um, kind of touching back on that again, the, you kind of question slightly the idea of can we have a truly national curriculum? And interestingly, yeah. I've been spotting that coming up on social media quite a lot mm. recently. Um, what's what's your take on that thinking about like we said the different areas children are coming from where you know what might have worked previously when contexts were different and curriculum was different and I think it's a really interesting discussion so I just wondered what your take was on that my my take is that um we just need and I believe that we have it kind of we need autonomy Mm. and when we have autonomy, if, if, if any government, any government wants to improve teacher well-being, teachers need to feel like, like they're autonomous, that mm-hmm. they've got that sense of space yeah. in, in, in the parameters of the curriculum, of the document, if you like. The should is an invitation mm. to open doors and that becomes the could. Um, I'm thinking of, I mean, I've got all sorts of things buzzing around in my head right now as I speak to you. But just, you know, we in primary, 
saying key stage to history we can't that can't be dull mm. it can't be dull and we can't just sit there saying we need evidence in books yes we know that <laughs> right we yeah. know we want we're gonna do that because that's in the should yeah but what's the could and we don't have to go and spend loads of money on coaches for school trips mm-hmm. what we can do and what and what the the botheredness book takes uh, colleagues through is that idea of we can bring the out there in here mm-hmm. and so a curriculum if you like the walls of the curriculum are flexible that to me is a national curriculum yeah. so that if you're in an inner city and the kids are living in the most of your class have a speaking two plus languages mm-hmm. different language at home english in the classroom or whatever and if you know they're living in a tower block then it's it i think it's really healthy to start with the tower block, but then think mm. outwards and bring the bring the forest in. Yeah. So when we're with our year ones, our early years, we're doing fairy tales, but we're not just retelling the story. Mm-hmm. We're understanding that the big bad wolf is a stranger mm. and he, he's frightened and he's new to the place. He's new to the forest. So his fear is one that strikes out. And when I did something like that with some teachers, a teacher said to me, what... What? Why are you? Why are we focusing on the big bad wolf? Because he's just a nasty character. And I said he is. He is. But what we also want the kids to understand is that people have motivation. Mm-hmm. And and actually, I said to the teacher, I said this is about othering. Mm-hmm. You know, this that's what this this is about. Not believing everything you read on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to say that to the early years kids or the year ones. But what we're doing there is we're using the parameters of the national curriculum to kind mm-hmm. of push and push. The po- positivity and you know growing good people which yeah. which is my answer when anyone asks me what's education for it's to grow good people yeah absolutely yeah. it's it's interesting isn't it? because you want children to see themselves reflected in what they're learning about and to put yeah. it on experiences um but if we're doing a national curriculum that that may not always so having that room to be autonomous i think yeah. it's such a valid and, and interesting point particularly yeah. when you're leading on a subject and when we and when we need our kids to un, we've still got to get our kids literate yeah and numerate we've got to get these kids you know to where they need to be yeah. but but the journey i think we need to be architects of the journey and not mm. be feared around that yeah. um and you know in the schools where i see innovation and when i see colleagues really tapping into their professional imaginations which is something that hasn't been promoted you know Mm -hmm. it's not been looked after or curated Mm -hmm. you know but when I see it happen just amazing things are going on that's where the magic is absolutely (laughs) Um, so you touch briefly on kind of um, staff well-being and you know there is a huge focus now in the education inspection framework on subjects and and the intent implementation impact yeah. and i think you know at the same time we've also got a massive recruitment and retention crisis that's happening um what why do you think it's such an issue at the minute and will this have an impact on subject leadership in the future and kind of people's desire to go up that ladder obviously subject leadership is sometimes that in between isn't it between classroom teacher and slt so what, what's your take on all of this? Um, I think we're in a, we're in, I don't want to be downbeat. I'm optimistic mm-hmm. all the time. Well, nearly all the time, but I, I do think we're, we're in desperate times at the moment. We've stopped mm-hmm. believing the government adverts, you know, we've, 
you know, we're not, we're not, we don't get our heads turned now by, you know, a fictionalized science experiment and, mm -hmm. you know, some, some teacher who's not a teacher, but a model looking, <laughs> looking into middle distance yeah. and thinking everyone remembers a good teacher. We've kind of, that ship sailed now. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I, I work with PGCE students. I got, I'm invited into universities to talk to, yesterday I was at the University of Sheffield sorry, forgive me, Sheffield Hallam, talking um, to undergraduates, um, mm -hmm. at, you know, uh, um, primary trainees, essentially, uh, who are in their third year. And I'm very optimistic when I see them. My worry and my panic sets in when I think, you know, they'll love listening to me. But when they go into their setting or they start their jobs, mm -hmm. I think there is a, it can be quite crushing and and actually it might be that they might end up doing things that they didn't expect to do mm. the role what's happened to us in teaching and i mentioned professional imagination and it's not supposed to sound shallow or twee it's actually what drives teachers or it drove me as a mm -hmm. teacher it probably drove you as well katie but yeah, you know and it it drives it drove a lot a lot of us and and we might call that passion Mm -hmm. um, and it's not something to be trifled with but it's been trifled with I think mm -hmm. and I think some um, and, and I speak wholly as an individual here personally I think that there has been a deprofessionalization around um, if you like the nurture of novice teachers in their mm -hmm. first few years now the ECT uh, approach is, it, it's actually I think it's a good attempt at trying to sort that out but, you know, I'd say that creativity has become a bit of a dirty word. Mm. And it's only just now, and I, you know, sitting here in 2023, I'm starting to sense that people are really hungry for it. And, they, mm. and, and actually, we've got, a, we've got a generation of teachers now who've been teaching five or six years. And I mean this with the utmost respect to those colleagues. But actually, creativity hasn't been part of the agenda. Survival mm -hmm. has been. Survival yeah. has been. Yeah. And, and and in terms of lead, from a sort of subject lead perspective, I often find myself in a primary school scenario where the um, subject lead has had the subject thrust upon them, you mm -hmm. know, um, and it isn't a bed of roses because they've got enough fun. And but they're having to do it because no, there's no one else available. Mm. In the old days, Katie, it was it was the equivalent of you could play the piano, so that that meant you played the piano. You know, assemblies every day. <laughs> yeah, but no one was offsted in the piano playing of yeah. the of the teacher. <laughs> now, you know, at, at, you know, and again, I'll say it again. I mean this with the utmost respect for colleagues listening. You're, you're 27. You're the you're the science lead for the whole school, and now you've got to sit and justify everything mm. with um, with the, the 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 Ofsted science deep dive. And I, I'm I'm and I'm pretty sure people do a brilliant job of that. Mm -hmm. But it, I think it's 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 been done without enough prep, which is why what you're doing is good. You know, which is it's healthy and it's yeah. what we need our subject leaders to get but I think I worry sometimes because I see colleagues and I get it I see in the I'm not saying I see it in their eyes but you know what I mean I sort of sense that they're hating this they hate it and and 
you know, it's it's no accident that I'm incredibly busy because mm. people are needing the support. Yeah, and it's it's maintaining that botherness, isn't it? Like you're saying, they're yeah. hungry, they're eager, they want to do it, um, but then that that huge to do list and everything that changes so quickly it erodes that botheredness and maintaining it is, is yeah. difficult. It, botheredness is a thing in the heart as well, and mm. without sounding too sentimental, but it's it is like your driver. What's driving you to teach? Well, you can be driven by money. That's great because we all need to earn money. You're driven mm-hmm. by holidays. Brilliant because we all need an holiday. Mm-hmm. But actually, I think some people have got enough on without yeah. thinking, oh, I could I could get in touch with Asda <laughs> or whatever. You know, they've got enough on. It's easier just to find the quickest route yeah. to get the job done. Yeah. And that is an erosion mm. of, of practice. Um, and obviously with Twinkle Subject Leads, we want to support subject leaders in the best way that we can. We do a lot of research, finding out what they, what they would like support with and, and resources. And something that comes out time and time again is support and leadership, yeah. um, which is an interesting thing because obviously a subject lead can be any age, can be kind of any point in the career. Obviously, it's recommended that it's after ECTs, but we know that this sometimes it doesn't happen. They might start shadowing or working with people as part of their ECT role. Um, what do you think? it's with from a leadership point it's important for the subject leads to know about um you know with the leading others i know we said about team building is there any other advice you could give to support leadership skills i think um the the the, because there's a you know your research has told you that people want leadership guidance well that sums up my previous point you know people are thrust into into jobs before you know even before they are naturally ready for it and it's mm-hmm. it's an awful feeling that isn't it what what an awful thing to happen to someone if you're passionate mm-hmm. to be music lead in your primary school but actually you haven't you feel like you you know you're an imposter you know you've got yeah. the imposter syndrome going on then that's an awful feeling you, you're going to be second guessing yourself all the time mm-hmm. and and it's it's a downward spiral and I, I would, you know, one of the leadership things I learned was to, to get the upward spirals, the way you talk to yourself, which sounds a bit zen, but the way you do actually narrate your own life, you know, you, 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 we've got to aim for that positive. So mm-hmm. it's, there may be stuff that's wrong. If, you, if you're responsible for a subject, there will be things that are wrong in that subject that you want to change. But I would say that change takes time. Unfortunately, we're in a system where someone in a suit could rock up and ask you why you've not implemented that change yet. Mm-hmm. And that, it, again, I don't know, again, it, I, I'm thinking about how do we protect and look after each other. Yeah. It's, 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 it's demeaning to someone who's actually got a plan. So I, w- I would suggest one, one good leadership thing, uh, aspect is to have a plan mm-hmm. and have a, a real plan, a plan that's rooted in reality Mm-hmm. And, and again, when I'm working with um, novice subject leads, that's what we set out. We're not trying to change everything by half term. We're yeah. thinking about the steps that we're going to take. And also, how do we get consensus? Because actually, there's that older teacher who was geography lead 10 years ago, but gave it up because they just want to work in class. You know, they're yeah. just happy doing teaching and doing as they're asked to yeah. so get them on board and and work with them and, and ask them for their advice because this is part of the problem katie we've had a wisdom drain mm-hmm. all right so loads of people who were there knocking around in school who had seen it all before you know <laughs> the old jedi 
Yes. <laughs> the old it's Jedi. Note. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've they've gone. They've yeah. gone. They took retirement. They were they were asked to leave, sadly, mm. because they were, you know, actually they were just too expensive. That would have been me if I'd stayed at my school. You could have got two ECTs for my salary, I reckon, by the time I'd, you know, if I was still there now, mm-hmm. um, I'm 53. And it's, it's so my advice to the, to, 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 to not necessarily young, but novice leaders is that is, um, is have a plan and, yeah. and think about how you could make a real difference and how are you going to get your kids talking about your subject when they go home? I love that. And it's, it's it's seeing the inspiration of the children. That's that's the biggest draw as a subject lead and seeing the impact that you have. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time. So what's what's next for you then on oh. the in your travel? Right. What's happening for you? <laughs> well, I'm I'm um I'm I'm think with just the, the early stages of an idea for a book based around um the teaching of fairy tale. Mm-hmm. And um, but from different perspectives, I mentioned the the big bad wolf earlier, yeah, so that's yeah. that's one. And um, so there's that aspect. There's all the the education, you know. That I do travel everywhere. So I'm this. I mean, just this afternoon, I'm traveling to Leicester, where I'm working mm-hmm. with a key stage three team who have really gone down, really gone for it with the botheredness. Mm-hmm. But they're seeing botheredness. And this is what's beautiful about the word. They're seeing botheredness as how do we get kids to care about their own lives yeah. and see beyond the, the, the walls that they occupy. And the, the school itself has had um, a few issues around county lines. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of social media issues and, and so on. So it's how do we teach that without, you know, falling into the traps of mundane teaching yeah. and delivery around really important serious real life things so that that's mm-hmm. that's one thing and the other and then going to cardiff and i'm speaking at a welsh education festival and the that's curriculum great. in wales the walls are very flexible and right and i'm sure you've got an audience in wales as well but the um the content has been very much left to the, the teachers which is really frightening mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> one extreme to the other <laughs> yeah, it is sometimes we just need to be told what to do that's the should yeah. which is great <laughs> we want the should you know but yeah. the could the, the wales has got just all this all this loose architecture to mm-hmm. sort of play with so um yeah it's very exciting times say, that's a really exciting yeah. project and I'm having some chasing there but yeah. thank you so much for your insights it's it's I, I mean I could talk to you all morning oh, absolutely you. but yeah I think our subject leaders that are part of Twinkle will learn so much from what you've had to say so thank you so much for your time and uh, thanks thanks again thanks very much thanks for having me along thanks for listening to leaders podcast Join us again for more SLT and subject leadership conversations and follow Twinkle SLT and Twinkle Subject Leads on our socials.